Round one, go. It's unbelievable, but true. There's actual sun shining on the west side of Washington State. And so happiness and joy abounds even among the lockdown, masked up, limited meeting, uh, repressed majority. <laughs> this is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, this is Doug and Marty versus the world. Welcome to another Saturday show. And of course, we are talking about was we are sun deprived on the west side, where half the population of the state live. Not as smart as the rest of you that live across eastern Washington, they get more sunshine. But it, it does lift the spirits, no matter what's going on, when the sun's out, when we have more vitamin D. When you have a week, a full week of nothing but sunny days, that's something to look forward to, especially here in April, brother. So I'm... Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I I'm thinking it, it makes you strong. You know, yeah. a week of sun makes you strong. What was that? What's the old saying? Uh, seven days without prayer makes one week. Yep, that's correct. Um, but w- it's the E-A-K. other kind. Yeah, E-A-K, right. Exactly right. So uh, um, before we get started on the show, of course, all of our listeners, this is not to give you a heart attack. It's one of those things is, did you pay your taxes yet? You know, because we just, uh, this week was tax week, but it was postponed because they of the postponed th- it brother, right? May 17th. So if people you were, don't, yeah, you got an entire month an yep. entire month. I mean, dude, that's crazy. A month and two days, a month and two days to, uh, uh, so for people like myself that usually wait to the last moment on those things, um, it's good. I'm, I'm ready this year. So I'm excited. I think I already filed, got my refund, spent it, and am working on spending next year's refund, brother. But that's just. <laughs> no, that's funny. Okay. That's appropriate for me. Um, you know, we are uh, in such an interesting, an interesting time right now. I'm just thinking about this uh, four months of out of control Democrat federal leadership. Mm-hmm. In in uh, you know Washington D.C. is look at the damage that these idiots can do mm-hmm. in four months, brother. I mean, it took Trump four years to get well, yeah. under control and to get you know get things cranked around. Did you see the new Project Veritas video? It, it was uh, basically undercover stuff with CNN producers and stuff. I don't know if you got a chance to see. I just saw little bits and pieces of it. And I'm like, so we already know this. I mean, you don't have to go undercover to see what CNN is pushing, bro. <laughs> it's pretty much on the screen 24-7. For our listeners that don't know what Doug's talking about is they have an undercover. that Project Veritas has done a great job going undercover in these different corporations, especially CNN. And getting them on the record about their intent of what they're doing. They're anti-Trump. We know that. But this current series was basically there. It was all about providing propaganda to damage Trump and Trump voters. I mean, honestly, to to uh, control the narrative and what they reported. So it, ha- it fit a certain narrative that's anti-Trump, anti-Trump voters, you know, and to, to basically obscure other things. So we know well, they, that- they came out and said yeah. in that that <clears throat> the. Coronavirus was designed to remove Trump from office. And we did it, is what they're saying. But I don't believe they did it. I don't think they pulled it off. I believe that the election was stolen. I'm I'm citing solidly, confidently, and specifically with a certain Mike Lindell 
Matter of fact, I think I might even go online today, brother, and buy some more stuff I don't need. There we go. My pillow. <laughs> we love him. We think his fight. And of course, he needs to produce other documentaries on this, on the election fraud. And there are certain serious issues we have to address here in the state. His latest one, scientific grief. Scientific. Had a chance to, but that's, you know, mathematical, you know, I mean, statistical analysis, um, these types of things. So uh, I'm glad you're on that though. Go ahead, go ahead. We talked about elections have consequences. We've warned our listeners for years now about how important it is for Christians to get engaged. We're going to talk more about that later in the show as well, because we beat this drum because it's very, very important. There's a word by Johnny Enlil I want to cover, but we, we've, we, at the national and local level, we say if the Democrats get control, uh, the majority of the House, the, the, the president, the, Cong- the Senate, you know, Supreme Court, whatever, if they get control of the House and Senate here in the state and governors, then there's no stopping them, right? On our side, you said it took four years for Trump to get certain things done. Most of that was in spite of his Republican majority in the Senate um, because they kept on, they, they, when we have power in general, the Republican Party, we don't govern. We, we exercise restraint, brother. Okay, you can call it what you want to call it, but we don't get things done like Obamacare. We were promised, Republicans were prom- promised over seven years to re- repeal and replace Obamacare. When they had the opportunity to do so, they chose not to do it under, under President Trump. So there was a thing, uh, I've seen memes about putting a backbone in place. This is calling out our party at, at that point in time. Uh, here's a problem. When we know that there is no restraint in the Democrat Party in the current leftist regime. In our state, they're pushing things like crazy when it comes to sex education and, and um, transgender identity and, and massive taxes and their, um, the capital gains tax and so forth. At the national level, all during the 2020 campaign, um, President Trump was calling out um, President Biden now, uh, said about packing the Supreme Court. You know, Kamala Harris. No, 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 no. We've talked about it before. Supported, but we're not going to pack the court. We're not going to pack the court. Joe Biden called it an idiotic idea a couple of years ago. And, and yet, you know, just as soon as they get elected, they reverse all of Trump's policies. And they had a, a press conference on Wednesday morning on the 15th. Uh, and it's Jerry Nather, the same guy that was trying that tried to you know, move to impeach Trump and led the whole sham of hearing type thing during his presidency. And a bunch of others from Indivisible, from which is that uh, ultra socialist Democrat group that kind of controls the party now, a group called Demand Justice. Uh, they produced or um, promoted and introduced a new bill called the Judiciary Act 2021. Now, it probably won't pass now, but we've talked about this before, Doug. Democrats will propose something that is outlandish, way out there to get it into the conversation. People react to it and then they forget about it. And then they come back with something that's a little bit less outlandish and they start building legislation around it and started passing things. We've seen it time and time again, whether it be the same-sex marriage in our state, whether it be legalized uh, um, marijuana or you name it down the road. This is really about it. This was one of those things where, oh my gosh, the the rhetoric being spoken about this, they're saying that they must pack the court. Jerry Nadler goes, we're not packing the court. We're unpacking it because the Republicans placed Republican leaning justices on there illegally. They stole it by fraud. It was election fraud. I go, you don't need election fraud. You have to be confirmed by the Senate. You're appointed by the president. 
you know, and yet they're talking about all this thing that, that the the Supreme Court is balanced of mostly white. There's no black and brown people. They forgot about Clarence Thomas there, right? You know, and, the, and the, it's not made up by social or racial equity. And therefore, it's Republican leaning. Therefore, it's unfair. It's not, we have to add three, four more justices to make 13, right, uh, to balance it out. And then you go on and say, because this is, is a racial issue, this is a fairness issue, because the Supreme Court has been working for years to remove people's opportunity to vote. Are you kidding me? And then it even went so far as this, Doug, to tie it to getting rid of the filibuster. For those that don't know, a simple majority can't pass anything with the filibuster in place. Right now, the Democrats have a simple majority in the Senate. They want to ramrod their policies through, and the only thing standing in the way right now is the filibuster. If they remove the filibuster and pack the court, there is no way to stop. No checks and balances, none whatsoever. We're not even a speed bump in their policies to to run this nation off the curb into communism and into destruction. So there you go, Doug. What do you think? Uh, it'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our listeners. No, brother, I'm okay. totally with you. Yeah. This is, this is danger, man. This is honk the horn, flash the lights, get out of the way. This is get up and fight season. This is, do what God's called us to do and to stand. You know, if we don't stand and fight right now, brother, we're going to lose the whole thing. And all the things that our founders, our founding fathers gave us, the freedoms that they gave us. And, you know, this, this experiment in self-governance, you know, which has brought so much technological advancement, so much prosperity, not only to the Americans, but to the whole world. Brother, we've been feeding the world for for a hundred years. We've been feeding the world. We've been giving the world uh, food and medicine. We've we've we even conquered the world and gave it back and rebuilt economies. America is a good nation, not a bad nation. But America is becoming a bad nation by them calling all the good that we've done evil, and calling evil good. And that's like the lowest depravity you can find in the entire Bible. Woe unto them that call good evil and evil good. That's right. And I mix, mix that up. It's good. Bad. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not quoting it exactly, good. Yeah. exactly correctly, yeah. but I'm, but I'm, I'm actually, um, uh, yeah, this isn't, um, this isn't a time uh, for cowardice. Uh, I, I saw an interview uh, on Flashpoint. I don't know if you ever watched Flashpoint on Victory Channel. But you can watch it on Facebook. You can actually go to flashpoint.com and then, or I mean, victorychannel.com and, and then flat, sorry, or flat, slash flashpoint. But they had, a, they had that Canadian pastor that we talked about last week that told right. them to go, to get off his property, to not come back. It was at a warrant. And, and he was telling more of his story. He's got a pile of tickets, probably a million dollars, where he was doing. He's feeding the homeless four times a week. They said, you can't do that. He said, I don't care what you say. I'm feeding the poor. I'm taking care of the poor. That's our job. Right. It's a church. Amen. Uh, he said they'd never, he said they had never actually come into his church before. They've been harassing him, taking pictures of his wife, his kids, his elders, blocking their parking lot so the parishioners can't get in, um, doing all these different things. But they'd never come inside the building before. He said he was shocked. He was surprised. He grabbed his phone. This is something that I've been talking about, right? Yes, you have. I remember when we were on Olympia, I'm like, get your phone, start recording. 
now because this is how we get them because they're liars. Mm-hmm. Liars, Marty. Those guys were lying. Oh, there's rules against you can't have a PA. They're liars. No, no, we can. Yes, we can. And you're breaking the law. And we get the whole thing on video. And the man, I'm telling you, Pacific Justice loved the videos we took, brother. They were, they wanted to give us Academy Awards. But this guy, this guy said he had had a vision. This guy's from Poland. Mm-hmm. He would live under the Soviet Union, like my friend Anatoly. Former Soviet bloc, that's right. Yep. He, he lived under that. And he said in 1981, or 1980 and 81, the poll said, we've had enough of this. And they rose up and they started to, peacefully protest but they took to the streets and the soviets rolled in tanks and they slaughtered people and they imprisoned tens of thousands but they didn't stop they kept going and the russians left Mm -hmm. they left because the people said no and this isn't poland in 1980 brother this is america in 2021 this is canada in 2021 and we now is the time to stand up and speak. You know, we had Mark Melosha over at our Eastside Republican Club meeting this last uh, week, and yep. he was saying the same thing. He says, we've got to get up in the public square and speak. We've got to open our mouths and speak. You know, for years, brother, they've been talk- talking about bullies and people being bullied and everything. We've been fully trained in what bullying is. Yes, and we- brother, they're bullies. They're bullying us. They are. And it's working out of uh, a place of fear. The whole last year and a half with COVID and the mass, which we'll talk about that in a second as well. But I just want to finish up on the packing the court. Um, um, people just, are you listening right now? This is everything they tell you they're not going to do. They're going to do everything they accuse the right <laughs> of, they are doing. They speak with forked tongue, brother. When they are talking about election fraud, they're committing election fraud. Yes, I'm on record of this. When yes, they're talking about packing, we don't pack the court. We're unpacking the court. They are. When you lose, when Donald Trump won, when conservatives went anywhere, they work to change the rules. The, all the rule changes during COVID that allowed Joe Biden to be president and 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 uh, Donald Trump not to be were put in place because they don't want to lose again. This right here, packing the court, is so they don't lose again. They're trying to protect Planned Parenthood. They're trying to protect all their radical agenda the speakers there disarming all, america are all saying they don't like the decisions the court was making therefore they want to make it more equitable and to protect their progressive ideals this is not about a court being neutral third party um reviewing things based on the constitution this is about radically legislating from the bench a new legislative body we've got to take this seriously we've got to get people elected we've got to make a fight up against this because they're not stopping this is not a shot across the bow this is what they're forecasting what they're going to do until we put a stop to it. And so to your point, Mark Malosha, I love his speech, by the way. I love Jim Walsh's speech the other night. It was fantastic. It's a great time to bring up Johnny Enloe. You and I have seen him a few times. He's part of the Seven Mountain Strategy. Him and Lance Walnall do are kind of parallel streams talking about stuff. He's one of those prophetic pastor people that uh, has always been supportive of Donald Trump, President Trump. He's one of those that are still holding on. Says, no, God said it. It's going to happen. Don't know how it's going to happen, but God's going to be fulfilling it, which is fantastic. But he said something that you and I have been saying for at least seven years, probably longer. And um, I, I just want to point this out. He basically came to the realization. That he goes, we start with fasting and praying and decreeing and declaring, declaring and going to the courts of heaven. He goes, but we must get practically involved as citizens. 
we have to be very practically to resist the overreach of government at all levels with the constitutional bill of rights violations, the masks, the facts, and the weaponry of the CDC it goes on and on and talk about all the stuff we're facing. He goes, the church, the body, us Christians, yes, we pray, but then we obey. We get engaged. And he ends the whole thing. It's a great thing. It's on Facebook. He posted on his page as well. And it says that um, we, we will experience a titanic catastrophe and not return of Jesus. Bad things don't make Jesus return. Completed kingdom assignments do. He said, they said the word of God says, occupy until I return. But it doesn't say speculate until I return. So we have to occupy every arena, including the government mountain, which is where these things are being done to the body of Christ, being done to our children, being done to this nation that we love. I just loved it. It was, once again, more and more people are coming around to the point, hey, we've abdicated our role. We, as an American church, for the last 50 to 100 years, have said, hey, we're being taken out of here through the rapture so we don't have to get engaged. That's a lie. Uh, we've, we're called to take ground for the kingdom of God, to evangelize to the ends of the earth, to actually be involved, to bring salt and light into every sphere, every mountain of influence. And so I know you're in, uh, in agreement with this, but just for our listeners, more and more of the church is saying, oh, we missed it. By, our, by us not being engaged in the government realm, a, a vacuum was created, a, the void was filled with everything that is evil. And so when we see government like this legislate immorality, we're to blame. The church, the body of Christ, is to blame for staying out of it. We've got to get into the fight, brother. My dear mother used to say to me, brother, silence means consent. Mm-hmm. Silence in the face of evil is evil. You know, silence is um, when good men fail to to restrain evil, brother. Mm -hmm. They fail to do anything. Silence is the enemy of freedom right now. And so this go along to get along thing, Mark Melosha said it good when he quoted the book of James mm -hmm. and he said, faith without works is dead. Yep, It's dead faith to pray, 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 but never do what God's called us to do. And see, that's the, that's the unfortunate state of many of our uh, doctrinal things that we have going on in the church right now. It's like some people, years ago, our friend Rick Forschler told me, people think that going to a CAPER meeting, Citizens Alliance for Property Rights meeting, is getting involved. And he says, that's not getting involved. That's learning how to get involved so you can go get involved. People think that going to church is serving God. That's not serving God. That's getting prepared to serve God Monday morning at the office, in the truck, uh, with your kids, at the school, in government, in business, in media, in entertainment and art, in uh, family, in your family, in, in all of our different economic and political and social, social spheres of influence. And so when we get prepared and we read the word of God and it says, always be prepared to give an answer for the hope that you have, but do it with gentleness and respect. Mm -hmm. And he gives you, he gives you other instruction, like always speak to an older man with respect, treat older women as mothers, younger women as sisters with purity. You know, he gives us 
all this practical stuff, and yet we're silent. It's the silence of the lambs, brother. And as a sheep before his shears is silent, they go to certain destruction. Why would we do that? You know, the biggest, um, the, uh, I think it was, uh, what's his name? The, the, the general that was in charge of the British forces during our uh, American Revolution, the 1700s. He said it wasn't George Washington that defeated him. It was the Black Robe Regiment, the That's pastors right. that had, had preached freedom and liberty and being able to own your own property and to have this your own fig tree and your own vine. And they took the, the Bible literally, brother, and they mm-hmm. took it seriously. And, and so America was, 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 was formed that way, dedicated to God. You know, I, I don't think you can say that America has a special covenant with God like Israel did, but we can definitely see when the pilgrims set their foot on Plymouth Rock and they said, we're going to dedicate this, this, this uh, colony and this, this, this planting to God, to Almighty God. And you can find that again and again in our founding documents, how, you know, even the Supreme Court said in, in a decision or a couple of decisions that it's provable fact America is a Christian nation. Mm-hmm. We're a Christian nation. And now they're trying to turn us into a perverted Sodom and Gomorrah hell and uh i for one am not going to put up with it i am not going to shut up i'm not going to stop talking on the radio i'm not going to stop doing street church i'm not going to stop uh uh, proclaiming the good news and i'm not going to stop telling people they're wrong you know now that got john the baptist in a little bit of trouble it got jesus (laughs) in a little bit of trouble. and you know what we get what what's your life worth brother Right. You want to be a you want to be a dead uh, a dead kitty cat or you know I mean a a live kitty cat or a dead lion, brother. Well, you know what the word of God says: you have to lose your life to gain it, right? You know, it's, it's, it's called like, the cross, brother. It's called Take the cross. cross. Right. But the point is, is here, right? When we're absent with the body, we're present with the Lord. This is really important, though. Uh, to your point, this this really is, you know, staying engaged, staying present. Why are we doing this, brother? Uh, it's on our watch. We're held accountable for it as, as Christians, as believers. Um, this is important to be aware, not to be fearful. Just say, no, you're not going to do this to my kids. You're not going to do this to my country. And to your point, the word scripture also talks about the man who built his house on the rock or the man on the shifting sand. This nation was founded upon the rock. doesn't matter if it's a special covenant or not. God's word is true. It says, if you follow my commands, if you follow and align your will with me, base them on my principles, the word of God, which is Jesus Christ, the rock, right? The storms will come, but you'll still stand. The idea here is we were built on the rock, the foundations, our our, ten, our um, bill of rights, you come from the Ten Commandments. Prior to that, it was the the thing in England. It was it was the Magna Carta, right? The idea is here: these principal values that were instilled in us, this free nation to worship freely, knowing that these principles are eternal. They work in business. They work in politics. They work in government. They work in families. If we follow the guidance God's given us, and we've talked many times about how all through the Old Testament, it's about two things, loving God, your whole heart, your soul, and your strength, and how to love your neighbor, right? And really, it's a, how do you live together? How do you live together in peace is, first of all, knowing God and loving God, and then using that power, that authority, that glory, that grace, as you talked off the air about, on how to deal with your wife, your brother, your kids, your uncle, your neighbor, in a way that honors God, right? How do you love your neighbor? How do you forgive your enemies? How do you love your enemies? 
And that's what it's all about. Right. And truth, brother, mm-hmm. you know, just, just, uh, the, the main thing is that to keep the main thing, the main thing, and the main thing is truth facts matter. Um, you know, I noticed on your notes are your, your, uh, uh, notes on how Americas are embracing journalism right now and the five <laughs> journalistic values. Right. But this idea that, you know, we, we used to, uh, you know, the news used to have spin, right. Mm-hmm. And they would get a story and they'd put the best spin on it. They could, but the facts would still be reported. Now the facts are not being reported, brother. There are thousands of churches that never closed. There are thousands of churches that don't wear masks. There are thousands of ministers and uh, street preachers and whatever that are out there that are fighting and they're not covered. You know, you would, you would think that everybody was, you know, these churches that closed, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's flat lying, you know, they would do that CNN undercover thing by James O'Keefe. They would have a little thing where Donald Trump's hand would tremor and oh they'd have doctors in there talking about how his health was going and he was you know probably had a nervous condition and all this you know they just made crap up and and reported it as if it was news that is nazi brother that is that is pravda that is you know joseph goebbels in the in the the nazi party and then you're now you have these you know uh police you know that besides this guy in canada that kicked them off but has been having all this there's that video now the viral video of the guy that went to jail in canada for 35 days got out had church anyway as soon as he got out he had church they built a fence around his church brother i know they said 200 200 cops what are they afraid of they're afraid of you brother they're afraid of me and they're afraid of our listeners And why don't they want us to meet? Because if we meet, we're going to start talking. We're going to take those masks off just like we did last Tuesday night, brother. Uh A room full of people. There's only two people in there with masks. And one of them was one of us. And the other one was the waitress. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody else is like, I don't have to wear a mask. I ain't wearing it. Because we all know they don't do anything. It's Mm -hmm. like putting up a, a cyclone fence to keep out mosquitoes. The virus is way smaller. Unless you got an N95. I actually had one guy say, you know, and in what N95 means is it gets 95% of the viruses out. He says, there used to be an inner tube tire manufacturer that had an inner tube that kept 95% of the air in. They went out of business, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so even an N95 right. can't save you. And then what's this, what's this thing? Um, I know you want to talk about the vaccines and stuff. They're having a few problems too, from my understanding. They are. And to your point, as I go to the vaccines, I'm not saying it. It's all lie, but to your point, the one thing we don't put up with our kids, and when the one thing we demand is truthfulness, we don't uh, put up with lies. This morning, when I um, heard that press conference, I actually said some words I, I shouldn't say, and I wouldn't say it on the air. I'm like, I was surprised that I said them. I was really frustrated, but I was angry that they were lying to me, openly, willingly lying. And I know it's been going on for a long time, but it, it's upsetting still to someone that expects some modicum of some modicum of truthfulness reporting. And of course, I should know better, right? Um, but the, but right now, the political left right now would sit there and just repeat a lie, have no no, no compunction or, um, to do it. But to your point- Their the, conscience as seared as with a hot iron, brother. Yeah, the exactly consciousness right. consciousness of sin. They don't believe that God is there. They don't believe in the existence of God, but God is fixing to show up and he's gonna show off and he's not going to do it 
um, apart from his people. Yes. He's doing it in his people and they're out there. And uh, so I just encourage people go watch that Canadian pastor art uh, art Arter. I forget his name, but anyway, it's go to, to uh, uh, victorychannel.com forward slash flashpoint. Um, it was just aired, I believe Tuesday night and listen to that guy, brother. He said he had a vision from God that, that there was a bunch of people sitting on a fence and God was shaking the fence and there was nobody was going to be able to stay on it. You're either going to choose to be for God or you're going to take your stand against God. Right. And I believe that it, when revelation 13 happens, whether that's the vaccine or not, there's going to be church people that are going to get that mark. And there's going to be church people that don't. And that's, that's God. He, mm-hmm forces us to decide jesus said if you're not for me you're against me against me yep that if you you're not against me you're for me you've had this conversation before with me and you where i believe the same thing where the divide seems greater in this nation because there's only the, the choices becoming clearer you're either with god or for against god period and so there's no gray middle ground there never was but it's becoming much more stark and, you, and now it's, it's going to cost more to be a believer in Christ. I'm trying to scare people. Uh, and same thing with this next story on, on the COVID vaccine. I mean, we're hearing the media, the government, everybody around is saying, get the vaccine. It's safe. It's fine. You know, if, it, that's, if that's your call, do it. And the three different vaccines. But the, the news this week that Johnson & Johnson was put on pause because a reported number of women were getting blood clots. Okay, it's a cautionary thing what they do. They find, okay, we have some problems. We're gonna find out what it is, correct it maybe, and re-release it. The media is working overtime to say, hey, this is no big deal. This happens all the time with anything else. It's a low number of uh, people that are getting sick or dying. Therefore, nothing to see here. And I'm not saying there is, but the news that I pulled up for the show today says 5,800 fully vaccinated Americans still got uh, COVID-19, 74 of them died. Uh, this is recent news. So think about this. Of the 6,000 people that actually got COVID afterwards, um, there's 78 that went on to die of this, 74, I should say, uh, so far. Okay, there are reactions to everything we put in our system. So I'm not saying don't take the vaccine. I'm just saying be aware that we're not being told the truth. And there's a there's a really heavy push and it's a social and political and governmental saying that, hey, you're not being fair to your neighbor if you don't get the vaccine. That's not true. It's still a free nation. You have a choice that you make for your family and your and between you and your doctor. You shouldn't be forced to take anything. You shouldn't be forced to take a vaccine or show a COVID passport or any of those things. So um, there is this narrative that don't feel like you have to. Um, this is your choice and make sure it stays your choice that you're well informed. So we, we brought this up and saying that there's there are still some questions out there that there are people that have bad reactions to a pandemic, a disease, a whatever um, that we that you want to call it that is more severe for some than others. Yeah, when we look at the numbers in Florida and Texas are great examples. Florida's been open since August. Texas is wide open, no mass mandate. And they asked uh, Dr. Fauci why there's been no uptick in those. And he goes, I don't know. They don't know. They're outside. It's sunny. They're not masking up because it doesn't do any good. They're saying, you know, right now the the guidance from the CDC and Dr. Fauci is that even when you get vaccinated, you should wear your mask. Then what's the point of getting the vaccine? And this 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 is there, there's no connection to reality here. So make do what makes sense for you and your family, but ha- be smart about it. Get the information. And so we're we're here saying, look, 
we're healthy. Most people that are under 60 that don't have other um, symptoms or other issues going on, like comor comorbidities, you're healthy. You know, we want to be able to herd immunity. South Dakota, Florida, Texas, many states are removing this, but they understand that the damage being done to the shutdowns and lockdowns and isolation is actually worse than people getting um, the flu and getting over it. And so um, just be aware. There are some risks to this, so make sure that you don't have anything that would cause you to have harm. Right, one Doug? of the, uh, you know, one of the big threats to to the plan for world domination is the economic prosperity mm -hmm. of the United States of America. You know, the fact that we're a rich nation, the fact that we're a moral nation, a nation that 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 the strength of the nation, uh, they recognized when the Soviet Union was in existence that they needed to do something about the family because the, the, the strength of America was the strength of its family. When, when the call came in World War I or World War II, what, what did we do? You know, the sons, we sent our sons, and what do they tell them? Fight for your sisters, fight mm -hmm. for your mother, you know, fight for your neighbors. And that, that strength of family caused it, right? Mm, so as, good, yes. And, and so um, they knew they had to do something about that, and also about the economic strength. And if you can just shut down small business. I mean, America is 70%, brother, small business. It's, it's over, it's like 77% small business. So who's taking the brunt of the hit of the shutdowns is the small business. And then the big corporations fill the gap. Mm -hmm. And now you have these huge monopoly powered, you know, Googles and, and um, Amazons and things like that. And in general, when the large corporations who are funded by big government, typically, and they take over more of a market share because the small business is put out of place, those same employees that were making a good living wage job, as the left likes to say, now work for minimum wage for these corporations because that's the only jobs available. This, this is not good for communities. And to your point, the very important issue, uh, we always talk about putting God back. The idea is we have to repent and come back to God. We know that as a nation, we're founded upon the rock. We have to return to the rock. The very next thing, though, is he, he made families. The family structure, as you said, passes on values from generation to generation. It, it, it decides what's best for them. It, it builds community. Community builds uh, um, counties and nations and whatever. When we have a breakdown of relationships, no fathers in homes, no um, uh, two-parent households, um, we have lower graduation rates, higher incarceration rates. We've had destructions of whole generations of families because of policy and this narrative um, that allows lies and, and defeat. We have to bring it back. We, a generation that still remembers what families are like, still understands to advocate for marriage, one marriage, and having kids in, in marriage, uh, getting a high school education, you know, doing something, uh, getting some skills-based learnings as well. You know that, by the way, brother, we've talked many times on this show and through campaigns about, I really think our kids need other alternative tracks like the skills centers and the trades and apprenticeship programs. I did not know that Florida already has. Kids test into and they choose a track. They choose a skills-based track or a college-based track early on. And, and so it's, it's free will. They can do either one. But when they decide they're going to go to a skills base, they choose a career and they can graduate high school, which I've been talking about in Washington for a long time, with a degree in as a as a barber, as a mechanic, as a plumber out of high school. Or they can go and they're on the college track. That's what it's supposed to be. If your public education system is going to 
fill the need of your population, it should provide opportunities and choices for parents and kids. Don't you think? Yeah. You know, they used to, you think about the generation um, ahead of us. Okay. So we're, you know, we're in our later middling years, but like our parents and stuff, very few of them had the opportunity to go to college. And they saw when people went to college that they typically had upper management jobs and they had these higher paying jobs. And so there was this huge value and this huge emphasis on going to college. And uh, we understood that, right? And so we, people would say, I was the first person in my family to graduate from college and all this kind of stuff. And then they commodified it. And then, of course, we, we the Christians abdicated their leadership in these colleges. I mean, I'm saying there's not some great Christian colleges. There are great Hillsdale. I mean, come on, Multnomah. There's some good ones out here. And, um, but I'm talking about the regular state schools, uh, UW, WSU, you know, University of California, Berkeley was, you know, led the way in leftism and all that stuff. And so we've, uh, and then we've got this whole generation of, you know, tens of millions of kids with degrees that work at Starbucks, that, that, that work at mow lawns, because there's, you know, that, that society of the 1950s, the 1960s, the job forever society disappeared, mm-hmm. you know, with this, with the welfare state. And then the other, you know, the other problem with the welfare state, you know, you get a check, whether you do anything, you know, they're, they're talking about guaranteed, you know, income for everybody, all this kind of stuff. You know, they're just one step at a time, make it sound good. Just get this one thing through, but they have a plan, brother. They mm-hmm. have a strategy. There is a a communist socialist strategy for taking America down. And it's widely publicized. It was actually read into the record uh, in the, fifth, the 1950s, I believe, into mm-hmm. the, and the, the 50 steps or whatever for taking over America, destroy the family, promote pornography, uh, promote homosexuality, get behind the environmental movement. All this stuff is out there. It's out there. And then, you know, and then change the definition of words and take control of the language and do all these things. And um, so we've got to get back to the Bible and mm-hmm. we've got to get back to, you know, this is what the, this is the word of God says. And, and then, you know, you look at the, um, the unintended, they call them unintended consequences, but you know what? They're intended, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the big guys, the puppet masters, if you will, they want the, they want the, un- what we would say are unintended consequences but they're intended. And, um, and so, you know, how do we do it? Well, we have to get to the public square. We have to run for office. Now, um, last week on the program, I talked about people coming to our website, dougandmarty.com. You can contact us. It's been so exciting to get, to get, you know, contacts from you, our listeners. Thank you for doing that. We read every one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Marty and I are very encouraged. We're thankful that you're there and you take the time to do it, but uh, someone contacted me because I had a list that I thought uh, was statewide, but it turned out to be only King County. Well, guess what, brother? I got access to a tool statewide. So you could call me from, you know, Cowlitz or, or uh, Clark or, um, you know, click Kittitas or wherever. And we can go online and we can find out what offices you can run for. And there's so much right now that you can file for that the filing fee is like 20 bucks, 40 bucks. You could run and getting your name on a ballot is a start and then try, you know, make a few signs, knock on some doors, you know, show up at some meetings, run for school board, run for a water district, run for the fire district, run for city council, run for mayor, 
I got a phone call from a friend today. He's running for mayor of Seattle. I, I started laughing. I said, I finally got a horse in this race. Nice. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, people, it's not hard. It's, it was designed. Our system was designed so that the average farmer, shopkeeper, mom, school teacher, employee, truck driver could run for office. That's what this country was built on. Self-governance. I got a call from a bunch of, of our, lawyers. Yeah, one of our listeners as well, Doug, on that note, that um, was thinking about running for school board. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And they talked to another friend and said, I can't afford to run. I go, yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> you know, don't let any obstacle like that come up to you. Most of the time, the filing fee is zero or like Doug said, 20 bucks. You can, uh, and I, I, I said- If there's no salary, the filing fee is zero. Zero, right. And so I sent her your way. You know, the bottom line is, is you can do a simple website, you know, a few signs, and then just show up at meetings. You know, oftentimes just being present and talking about the issues goes a long way. You're on the ballot, which means- Everybody in your district gets to see you and your statement in the voters pamphlet. It's fantastic. So writing a voters pamphlet statement, it's not that hard. You know, I'd like to see our schools stop teaching kindergartners about condoms, you know, whatever, just write something down from your heart. I mean, if you need help, contact us, we'll put you in touch. There's, there's, you know, there's resources, brother. There's party resources. There's uh, over here and on our side of the state, they have a thing called campaign in a box. You can just, you know, just, let them know you're conservative, whatever. And they'll, they will send you campaign in a box. It's a book. It'll say, this is do the step one, step two, step three. It's yep. so easy. And your local county party can give you, they call them canvassing apps. So people, people to call, people to knock on the doors, people to ask um, for help and how to get your message out. There's a really, really free help for you as well. So if you don't, if you're afraid, don't be afraid. And pray about and it. You, and even if you don't want to knock on doors, make phone calls, go to meetings, get your name on the ballot. Anyway, mm-hmm. give people a choice six over 60% of races in 2021 right now are going to go unopposed. In other words, filing Friday at five o'clock on filing week, third week of May, the race is already going to somebody who bothered to file. That's right. So, How would you like to be? Why, why not you? Why don't you be the one to file? See, I'll tell you what, the Democrats are not going to leave any seat on file for. And so if if the Republicans or the conservative or the independents, whatever we are, if we don't at least put our name on the ballot, they automatically get it, brother. They automatically win. Is that what we really want? I don't think so. And I, I so I'm sitting in a, I'm, I'm in a room full of conservatives Tuesday night. I think you were there. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. I want all of you to run for office. And I go, a lot of you are going to think you're not qualified. I want you to know there's nobody in this room that's not smarter than Jay Inslee. And he's the freaking governor. (laughs) And they all laughed and agreed. Okay. Look, if somebody who's an empty suit, who hasn't got a clue, who takes maggoty apples to apple country after a forest fires, um, can get elected governor, then you can run for school board and you're going to be just Fine. You can run for gov- you can run for governor. You can run for mayor. You can run. You know, it, first of all, the future belongs to those who show up. That's what Glenn Morgan always says. So right. show up. Let's just show up. Uh, go to DougAndMarty.com. Hit the contact button. Contact us. We'll help you. And uh, you know, my name's Doug Bassler. And my name's Marty McClendon. This is Doug we call Marty. doing a reset. Huh? Yeah.
right? We don't do we those right now. Show, right? We're on the ACN network all across the ACN network across Eastern Washington. Doug and Marty can be here Saturdays at 10 a.m., right? Yep. And you can go online to DougandMarty.com and hear past episodes. And uh, we just ask that you don't re-edit them and make Marty, you know, make Mar- Marty have a high voice or anything like that. Right. Or make to... me sound better. I mean, that'd be great. Oh, I, brother, how could you possibly sound better? Um, so, uh, yes. what is this? I mean, what is probably the most dangerous thing right now in just in overall, what do you think is the most dangerous thing for America, for Washington right now? Wow. I, 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 there are so many things. I, once again, I always look at the bigger issue, like what's the root causes? We know it's the destruction of the family. It is this takeover of America, of our uh, loss of our liberties, and the and the and basically the, the body of Christ being asleep. But when you think about the national and local issues, we've got a combination of things here. One, one we're all hyper-focused on COVID, right? This is this excuse to mask up and shut things down and, and whatever, like the three counties have been rolled back. Same time, there's a push where you have a massive invasion on the southern border, you know, uh, 15,000 liners over the last two months. And then you have this massive influx of people that have no way of dealing with this. Then you have a move at the national level to pack the court, as we talked about, and remove the filibuster. This is a an full-scale war over of America that's coordinated strategically at the state and national level. And we're all going, well, what do we do? Right. We're, we're going here and going there and we have to realize it's all connected. You know, and so to, to your question without getting too deep into it, um, we need to be aware that it is connected. It, these little things that we don't think matter that with these, these battles that we go, Oh, it's just one hill we're giving up. No, it's connected to a bigger picture. When you change the rules, when you open up the borders and yet shut down small towns and, and, and cities, when you pick and choose who's, who can be open or not, when you um, constantly push fear and trepidation to the community, you are damaging uh, the psyche and the, the production of our kids. And then you uh, push um, basically this birth to, to death uh, sort of uh, psychology that you have to uh, teach them this um propaganda, teaching, whatever it is, the stuff that we don't believe in against our values. And then basically to um, sideline and attack those that um, hold traditional conservative values, uh, family, God, family, country, uh, as somehow aberrant when that's the norm. I think we're in major trouble. So I think the biggest thing facing us is not being aware of what's actually happening and not being organized enough to say, no, enough. We're not going to allow any of this to happen because we understand your agenda. You've already broadcast it and told us what you're doing. Therefore, we're going to we're going to advance, stand together, and not just fight one mountain. We're going to fight the entire war, you know, in the political realm, the spiritual realm, the business realm as a body because it's that important. You? Yeah, and... Um... You know, I was listening to uh, Mario Murillo. I'm going to be seeing Mario Murillo tomorrow night, brother, in wow. Modesto, going down there. Uh, we're going to go down and volunteer for uh, his uh, tent crusade. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mario Murillo, uh, last Sunday uh, in Nashville, uh, at a meeting he was at, uh, said that Governor Newsom's going to be recalled because the people of California have had enough. And they said, what do you think put him over? What do you think made the difference? Is it, is it this? Is it, is it the lockdown? Is it this and that? He said, those things were all a factor. But he said the thing that put him over 
is you got um, tens of thousands of immigrant children coming across the border and they get to go to school and the California kids have to stay home. That's right. And yeah. guess who's paying the bill mm-hmm. for those immigrants to go to school and for these to stay home. I'm telling you, this is going to stop brother. We're going to stop this. And these people had better watch out. You know, when you heard Jim Walsh talking on Tuesday night, he said the same thing. They're scared. They know they've overplayed their hand. They've pushed really hard, but they've got no choice but to just go ahead and press the attack. If we fight back, just like you and I fought back in the Olympia thing, just like we fought back at at Point Rustin, just like we fought back in Des Moines, just like we're fighting back all over the country, the churches in California that said no, the Supreme Court backed them up and said, you know, now they still said you could limit attendance and things like that, which I still think they shouldn't. They shouldn't even accept that. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, we are uh, we're at a tipping point and we are not America is not going down because people of courage are going to stand up and they're going to fight. And, uh, you know, the the funniest thing, uh, this California or this Canadian uh, Polish pastor that kicked the cops out of his church, that viral video had over a billion views, brother. That's a lot of views. Wow. he, they gave his website, brother. It was streetchurch.ca. And I don't know if you know, but my website is streetchurchusa.com. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, my, I mean, my jaw hit the floor. I couldn't believe it. I want to meet that brother. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Feeding the homeless. He's preaching the good news to the poor. And they're trying to shut him down. And you know what? He said there's a huge um, uh, mosque, not very many miles from him, thousands going to it, no cops there, no tickets there, no shutdown there. This is not about COVID-19. Right. This is about politics. These masks are not about droplets and saving lives. This is politics. Mm -hmm. This whole thing. Just like uh, the guy from CNN confessed on this James O'Keefe Project Veritas video, COVID-19 was to get Trump out of office. And now COVID-19 is a convenient excuse to bring in every leftist, every left-wing radical thing. More than COVID-19, now they have said, the CNN guys said, the next thing is climate. They're going to get on climate and they're going to shut down our gas production jack our gas prices, five bucks a gallon, whatever. They're going to do everything they can to, to go climate, 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 right? And, and use that. And what did Joe Biden say about the gun thing, right? It's a health crisis. They'll mm-hmm. say the climate is a health crisis. Now, they found, found a lever that appears to work. And I talked to a guy that I do, one of my vendors, uh, just a f- couple of days ago, and I was talking about, you know, we didn't have masks. I mean, oh, I wouldn't be comfortable with that. You know, and I said, dude, they don't, masks don't work. Investigate it. Oh, I don't agree with that. A mask, they work, you know, like, you know, so, so people are fooled. Mm-hmm. You know, I see people, I went on a walk this afternoon with my wife and people are walking in the sun, bright sun, mm-hmm. all by themselves. With a mask on. With a mask on. They're yeah. driving in a car. I see people driving car, in the car, driving around. No one in the car with them. Yep. yep. With a mask on. Are they saving the car from the coronavirus? 
Are they going to get coronavirus from the car? I mean, I mean, what's the deal, brother? It's crazy. Before they were in the car. What? Um, yeah. At the same time, brother, we we're as a nation, uh, our dependence on foreign oil because of the shutdown of Keystone pipeline and the, uh, uh, Dakota pipeline as well. Prices have already gone up. Our state's pushing that as well. It's more burdens on those that less that these can afford it. But then now you have the rumblings. China's getting bigger. They said we're economically as strong as America. We should be treated differently. They're taking, they're demanding, you know, their authority in the, the China Sea, their authority over Thailand. They're, they're seeing, and there's a, a report that they're moving towards, going towards the Philippines as well. You have Russia rattling sabers as well. You have Iran uh, acting up. This is a not a scary time. This is a time to be vigilant. This is all, if if this is all intentional, which is what we're saying, orchestrated in America to bring America down, strengthening our enemies should be, should be, bottom line is, what's that called? When they, uh, traitors, right? It should be treason. Treason, brother. Treason. Those are that are strengthening our enemies should be treason or held for treason. This is a serious thing. We should be aware we need to have a strong country, a strong moral country, a strong military country, and a strong economic country so that we can be used to help the rest of the nation, you know, the nations of the world. The, you know, and we need to have hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to believe. You know, the, they say the Constitution's hanging by a thread. Well, if it's hanging by a thread, that's fine. I'm going to do it. I'll hang by a thread. I'll mm-hmm. do my free speech. I'll open my mouth. I'll use, do my street church thing. I'll do whatever I can. And um, I'm going to, uh, you know, you know, the meeting we had on Tuesday, I was talking to you about the other day about, you know, why were people all saying all these nice things about me? My wife said, because people right now are looking for people with courage. That's right. I don't see myself as being super courageous. I just, I'm just angry, brother. I'm just fighting back. I don't want, I don't want my children to, to live in a communist nation. I don't want to live in a communist nation, brother. I want to live in a free nation. I believe in the founding documents. I believe that all men were created, are created equal, and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. I believe that, that you know, in the, the God-given rights that are, are enumerated in the Bill of Rights, that we have the right to protect ourselves, our castle doctrine, that we have the right to speak and to, to say what we need to say, to redress the government, to assemble. All of these things are under attack, and we're not going to bow the knee to them. And people talk about, oh, you know, COVID's real and all this kind of stuff. There's a lot of evidence right now, brother, honestly, that COVID ain't real, that it's the flu, that there's people actually suing CDC for samples because they can't find a COVID strain. Now, that's a bridge probably too far for me, but I'm just saying science is never set. The bottom line, though, is we, the people of this nation, the Christians on this on this radio station across this network, have to demand truth. No more allowing people to lie in our face or tell us lies. We want the truth and nothing but the truth. Really, it's that way. We have to demand truth in our school education system. We have to demand truth in our legislative process. We have to demand truth. When it comes to um, these policies, you know, those get, that get elected. And when they don't tell us the truth, they should be held accountable. Uh, I'm tired of being lied to. And, and we're tired of al- allowing this to happen, of saying, oh, well, it is what they do. No. And just because of their nature to lie, then the bottom line is we won't put up with it. Uh, we need to demand and hold them accountable. Yep. So uh, we can do it. Run for office. 
uh, get involved, open your churches, open your businesses. Let's meet together. Let's talk. Let's strategize. Let's not put up with it. Uh, let's tell the truth in love. Uh, nothing more attractive than that. Be sure to go on to DougAndMarty.com. Contact us. Listen to previous episodes. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. Doug and Marty versus the world. God bless. God bless America.